and welcome back for another episode of the Accessible Technology Podcast with me, Seeds Now. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, this is basically a podcast where I share my thoughts on how everyday technology can become even more accessible for disabled people. As well as reviewing what I think is the most accessible tech in the modern day world and what is the least accessible tech. And well, I overall just really hope to really increase the discussions that are happening in relation to everyday technology so we can eventually live in a more technologically accessible world. You can listen to this podcast by searching for it on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible and Spotify. However, if you'd like to support the podcast and the content I produce in other ways, you can also support it by going over to these babes now buy me a coffee page, which is where you will also be able to find exclusive episodes that aren't part of the podcast as well as checking out a shop that I plan to open at some stage. In this episode, you're going to be hearing my reaction to Apple's tenth generation iPad and sixth generation iPad. As well as finding out what I think about them at the end. But here's some additional notes about both these models of iPads before we get fully into my reaction and overall thoughts. So, both these models were first announced on. A video that Apple uploaded to their YouTube channel on the 18th of October 2022. And both of them come with the M2 chip. However, as well as both the 10th gen iPad and 6th generation iPad Pro, Apple also announced some additional accessories that can be used with the new models of iPads, including a new Apple Pencil and a new Folio keyboard case that comes with a totally new design as well. Like one of my most recent episodes where I reacted to Apple's September event that took place in September 2022. This 
is an episode where you hear everything being announced as well because I'll be reacting. But now let's jump straight into my reaction. Hi, I'm Melody. I'm super excited to tell you about the next generation iPad. This is the all new, completely redesigned, super versatile iPad. The new all-screen design comes in four gorgeous colors. Blue, pink, yellow, and silver. The stunning 10.9-inch liquid retina display extends right to the edges. A 14 Bionic chip delivers knockout performance with a faster CPU, faster graphics, and a neural engine with twice as many cores. We've also made huge improvements to both cameras. A high-res 12-megapixel camera records 4K video with incredible detail. But honestly, like... That's 4K and the iPad again. Like, is that really anything new, given that a couple of different iPads have had 4K built into the settings and already let you sit in it if you want to? Any iPad, we moved the ultra-wide screen display to the front camera from here to here. Wireless performance is even quicker with Wi-Fi 6. And cellular models now have 5G, so you can stream, download, and game faster than ever. Magic Keyboard Folio gives you a great typing experience with full-size keys, one millimeter of travel, and a responsive feel. The new keyboard also includes a large trackpad, and there's a 14-key function row for quick actions, like adjusting the volume or display brightness. Magic Keyboard Folio is super flexible for all the ways you use iPad. You can fold the keyboard around the back or remove it entirely. The back cover has an adjustable stand so you can play a game or watch one or fold it completely flat to use with Apple Pencil. And that's Magic Keyboard Folio. The new iPad comes with iPad OS 16. It's a big update with lots of new features. Messages gets even better. You can unsend a recent message or edit a message you just sent. We've all had those experiences before. And of course, there are over a million more apps designed specifically for iPad, which make it anything you want it to be. It starts at just $449, delivering so much value at this affordable price. We also have big news for pros. This is the next generation iPad Pro. At its heart, it's the next generation M2 chip. Thanks to the hardware-accelerated encode and decode engines in M2, content creators can transcode ProRes footage up to three times faster. And when you combine this new media engine with the image signal processor in M2 and advanced cameras on iPad Pro, for the first time, you can capture ProRes video as well. And the most responsive Apple Pencil experience as well. On the new iPad Pro, the Pencil experience leaps into another dimension with Apple Pencil Hover. Here's Leslie to tell you more. The iPad Pro screen detects electromagnetic signals emitted from the chip up to 12 millimeters away. M2 instantly interprets those signals and determines Apple Pencil's position in three dimensions. This enables even greater precision because now you can preview your mark before you make it. 
text fields automatically expand when using Scribble, and your handwriting converts even faster. iPad Pro also goes to the next level with iPad OS 16. Stage Manager is an entirely new way to multitask on iPad Pro with multiple overlapping, resizable windows in a single view. And switching between apps is seamless too. And powerful new apps are coming to iPad as well. DaVinci Resolve for iPad for color correction, editing, and visual effects. Octane X for state-of-the-art cinematic 3D rendering. And Affinity Publisher for professional page layout and design. With more and more powerful apps like these, you can take your pro workflows wherever iPad goes. Right. So, I think that's quite a lot to react to there. First of all, I think there's a point in asking the question, if you have an older iPad model, are the new ones necessarily giving you anything that you aren't getting already and are going to miss? Like quite a lot of the apps and features on the new iPad and also on the new iPad Pro, you can get versions of an older models. Take myself for an example. So I have an iPad Pro. It just so happens to be the 2019 version, but it is still working extremely well with everything I'm doing with it. The only thing that I am sort of jealous with and relation to the new models based on everything I've just watched is the folio keyboard case and I think it would be worth looking up to see if it can work with any older models and what it is compatible with because the idea of the top keyboard bit being exactly the same as the keys on your normal Apple Magic keyboard is actually quite cool, although you can still get around the iPad easily enough if you do have an older generation like the 2019 one which I have. As far as a feature that I'm not sure about goes, in relation to accessibility on the actual iPad iPad, not the iPad Pro, um, is the Touch ID feature. Personally, Touch ID is not something that is really that accessible for me, although Keep me rest, keep me right, guys. If you are disabled and have some type of physical disability and can use that, I'd love to hear your thoughts. So please comment down below or reach out to me via the website. As far as the 4K goes, as I said, I feel like that is something that quite a lot of iPad models as well as iPhone models 
or where they have at this stage. And I was able to update my recording settings on my iPad a couple of months ago to quite easily. So I we really updating to a better version of 4K than we were updating to before. I don't know. I guess on another note, it would just be a point of whether or not some of the apps that are coming out for the new iPad might be ones that we can just use on that iPad or on all models. And something that I'm especially thinking of is the Vinci Resolve for iPad. I've tried looking for it in the UK, but I generally haven't seen any sight of it whatsoever in the App Store. But that might just be a thing that we're still waiting for to release over here. Or it might be a case of it only being available on more up-to-date models, but I'll definitely be interested in doing research into that and doing a follow-up video into it. That as well, I might even see if I could rent a couple of these iPads. So since recording the main bit of audio in this episode, I have learnt a couple of things. One of which is that the current iPad that I use is actually the 2018 model. But everything that I said about that earlier on stands. However, I have also learnt that the Vinci Resolve originally wasn't meant to be downloadable on a 2018 iPad and was only downloadable on an M1 or an M2 iPad. However, I did manage to get it downloaded onto my 2018 iPad recently, although I haven't checked it out. But other than that, let me ask, what are your thoughts on everything Apple announced when they gave us the news about the 10th generation iPad? the 6th generation iPad Pro and all of the accessories that came with it. Have you bought either of these iPads before? And if you did, why did you find them? Or are you like me and have you not bothered updating to your new iPad at all? And why is that? Well, if you would like to pass on any of your thoughts, you can include them in a review wherever you're listening to this podcast on, as well as via the contact pages over on my ELTechReviews.co.uk site or on my other website.
site bibilau.com if you're interested in watching my videos on accessible technology you can find more of them by searching for PL reviews on YouTube but if you would also like to see a couple of my accessible chosen reviews as well as my film easy videos and political videos you can find them by searching for deep cell journalism on youtube but if you would also like a video the version of that you can find my other podcast the deep slow podcast on all of the same destinations as you can listen to this podcast on but of course there is also the buy me a coffee page again where you'll be able to find some exclusive episodes of this podcast that aren't actually part of it plus will have the opportunity to give me a one-time donation. On the next episode, you're going to be hearing my thoughts on a customised DSI that I have tried out recently. Um, part one of my review of it. And after that, I'll be moving on to reacting to Apple's new Mac Mini and 14 and 16-inch M2 MacBook Pros. And then I'll move on to covering my thoughts and reactions of the second-generation HomePod. But thanks for listening to this complete podcast episode the whole way through and please consider following it if you like what i'm doing as i said this podcast is currently updated three times weekly but i might have to reinstart depending on how busy i get in the next few months but I will hopefully stay as loyal to this as I can. If you would like to support me via my socials, you can do so by searching for @feepslow on Twitter or by searching for the real Feepslow on Instagram. And you can also follow the Feepslow Refugees site by searching for it on WordPress and following it if you have a WordPress account. But if you don't have a WordPress account and you don't want to set one up, you can also support everything I do as part of it by subscribing to the YouTube channel or by just following this podcast. Thanks for listening.
and I'll talk to you in the next one. Bye!